Hi, welcome or welcome back to Playtime Radio. If this is your first time listening, thank you so much for tuning in. I'm just going to go through the show's format because it's super simple. I'm going to answer the love and sex questions you've submitted to me, as well as playing some songs you should try out in the bedroom. As always, you are more than welcome to submit your own question or song request, and if you want to do that, you can head to yourplaytimeradio.com, where you'll find an anonymous submit tab where you can ask away, and I'm happy to answer all your questions and play your songs. You can also follow Playtime Radio 69 on Instagram, and I also have a Facebook page under the name of Playtime Radio, and I post updates on both of them. So check it out, don't be shy. Now, I'd like you to get relaxed and crack open a bottle of whatever it is you're going to be drinking. I am drinking champagne, weirdly enough, but I can't complain. So, um, lit a candle, let's align our chakras, do some kegels, and now it's time to play. So my first question reads as follows. I've been debating whether to write in for a while. Basically, my family strongly disapprove of my boyfriend. We met online over lockdown and we've been together for four months. And at first I thought my parents didn't like him because they didn't want me seeing anyone due to coronavirus. But now they complain about how loud he talks and that he's totally wrong for me and that he's lazy just because he's been struggling to find work, having just graduated. It's really hard to make this relationship work since we spend so much time at my house and I don't know how to tell my parents to back off. Any help, really appreciated. Thank you. I think everyone's dated someone that their family's had a bit of a rough time with and I know how irritating it can be, especially when you're just in that stage of getting to know each other. And I thoroughly believe that the pandemic has made this harder, especially with not being able to get out of the house. It's not even like you can spend time at a restaurant or getting to know each other in a more public place but I think there is a very simple way to solve this problem because there are two solutions to this dilemma one either your parents are right and this relationship isn't good for you or two they're wrong but either way it sounds like your boyfriend hasn't made the best of first impressions so I think you should just look at this as a really simple solution you don't have to complicate this or make it an argument between you and your family it's just either they're right or they're wrong but first i would suggest that you establish whether your parents are right in most cases your parents just want what's best for you and i really hope that that's the case with you and your family and i would just assume that they they have a bad feeling about this guy for a good reason so why not hear them out I would speak to them and talk through their issues with him. I'd really listen to them and figure out what the underlying issues are. I wouldn't just roll your eyes and say, oh, you're so wrong and try to argue his case because at the end of the day, you do want to come to an agreement with them and work out whether there is an issue. And your next step, I would say, is to think over the points your parents have made objectively. That that might be difficult considering that he is your boyfriend, but I would just assess whether you subconsciously share their worries maybe the things that they're concerned about are things that underlying things that are issues in your relationship so i tried to ascertain whether you think and worry about the same things your parents do even if you don't want to admit it 
that might take longer to recognize or to actually just get through with than talking to your parents but give it the time it needs don't just brush aside any nagging feelings that you might have inside the most important part of this is a 100% to trust your gut I I don't stop talking about trusting your gut and listening to yourself because I really do think that there is an inner voice of reason in most of us and if you listen to that inner voice of reason I promise you that thing does not lie I don't know how it works but there is some sort of self-preservation mechanism in there that helps you make correct not correct but the right decision I'm not sure if that was the distinction was very clear but I hope that was clarified just work on listening to yourself and figuring out whether your parents have a reason to dislike him or not just listen to that voice in in your head or in your heart that says actually mm, he is kind of loud or yeah it is kind of bothering me that he doesn't have a job and it's okay to admit that it's fine to have an issue in your relationship in fact it's perfectly normal and arguably healthy to have issues in your relationship contrary to popular belief where people like to pretend that you can have a perfect relationship and that you're just two perfect people living together back in the real world we have issues and sometimes they're difficult to solve but the good thing is it sounds like your parents from your submission it sounds like they have minor issues with him that he talks too loud and he doesn't have a job maybe he is wrong for you but that's something we can address in a moment so once you've spoken to your parents and figured out whether that you agree with them subconsciously or consciously i i think that if you realize that these issues your parents have with your boyfriend aren't deal breakers for you in your relationship then you need to start warming your parents up to him so if you've thought about it with objectivity and you've been balanced and you think actually you know what none of these things bother me and I think my parents are just being a bit hard on him then you need to do some of the following I suggest that you talk to your boyfriend and you intonate that he might want to speak a little less loud when he's at your house even if you think you sound petulant because the best thing you can do is be honest with him and help him impress your parents I'm sure that he's probably felt that your parents aren't crazy about him. Parents have a good way, you know, they're very good at doing that, making themselves heard. And as for his employment prospects, I think you'll have to leave that to him. And I hope he's motivated and lucky enough to find a job soon because that will help with your parents' perception of him. I know it's really tough right now. The job market is dire during the pandemic, but um i'm not sure where you live but there is a scheme coming in in the uk but besides the point basically i think the reason why your parents probably worry about this is it's quite a natural thing to worry about and the reason behind it the underlying mechanism is probably that they worry that you might pick up on his tendencies or his habits and emulate them and think that they're good habits to have not that i'm saying not i'm not saying unemployment is a habit but they might think that you that excuse me (laughs) champagne is talking they might think that his issues aren't relevant 
to him and therefore you might pick up on that and think oh it's actually fine to not have a job and I know that's really reductionist but that might be along the lines of what your parents are thinking of so if you can't get a job I think you should try and impress on your parents that he's making a big effort to be hired and he's applying to new jobs and he's looking at his career prospects now I really hope that is the case and he is actually applying for jobs um, because you don't want someone to be relying on you or your family to provide for them but yeah also next time that your boyfriend comes over I suggest that you ask him to bring a little present for your parents just something it doesn't have to be anything at all expensive it could literally be flowers for your mom or something like that or something that him and your parents have discussed and they mentioned in passing you know that kind of thing it really does not have to be a big deal um but i think gifts are always a good way to make a good impression and at the very least i hope your parents will see it as him being appreciative of them opening up their home to him um that honestly that trick works every time and hopefully he does it with some sincerity and I hope that these issues they have with him lessen over time. There's a really popular psychological theory called the mere exposure effect, which I would love to talk about in more depth on here because I think it's so relevant to relationships, especially now. But this theory can definitely work to your advantage. So the more, t- uh, the more time your parents spend with him and see your chemistry together, they should soften up. But... If you try all of that and your parents refuse to accept your relationship, I think you have to stand up for it and ask your parents to be tolerant and to show your boyfriend some respect at the very minimum. And if your parents truly do have your best interests at heart, I hope that they can put their minor and petty issues with him aside and let you be happy. When parents try to get in between their kids' relationships, it often backfires on them. Maybe you you guys have had an experience where you've been absolutely crazy about someone and because your parents didn't like them it drove you to see more of them and to continue to stay in a relationship for longer than was strictly necessary but I really hope that it goes smoothly and that you can all adjust and hopefully get along super well in no time and now I'm gonna play Gladly by Tessa I hope you guys like it Gladly, gladly, gladly. All I want is. 
Gladly by Teresa. I hope you guys like that. It's a really special song to me. I think it's super romantic. So my next question reads as follows. As you have your own relationships and sex podcast, I'm wondering whether you listen to Call Her Daddy and what you think of their advice. What a great question. I've wanted to address this for a while now. Um, first of all, if you guys don't know, Call Her Daddy is a sex podcast that was previously run by two 20-somethings living in New York City. Um, it got really popular, I think, this year because of a huge scandal that broke up the hosts. But I don't want to get into the drama. However, since you have asked, Call Her Daddy is part of the reason why I started Playtime Radio. And I just want to talk a little bit about the podcast their podcast um and my thoughts on it I don't remember how I started listening I think I might have seen an ad for it somewhere and being relatively new to listening to podcasts especially podcasts about relationships and love I listened to it and I I think I started listening around episode when they started making them so I think the first episode I listened to was around the four, episode four mark so I was pretty early pretty early daddy gang (laughs) and I remember being one of those girls who would be 
so gassed to wake up to a new episode every Wednesday. I really enjoyed listening and I kind of relished in this idea of listening to two women talking about sex and I guess I thought it was super empowering that women were taking control and they were making their own podcast and I I just thought it was really fun to listen to. I really did enjoy it. I really did enjoy the podcast for the most part. Um, also the advice at at first I found to be really life-changing I mean some of the sex moves that these two have come up with are quite crazy and revolutionary in my opinion um definitely were worth listening to for the sex tips but I remember at the time when Kohadadi started to become popular and when I started listening I was in a complete rut in my own personal love life and I was going through all the the kind of hallmarks of a really like shit relationship with myself and with others I guess I was feeling really insecure and I was definitely using sex as a weapon um I was not I wasn't being manipulative as such but I was definitely aware of power dynamics within relationships and I wanted to make everything work to my advantage that's not to say like I did crazy voodoo shit and I I manipulated people it's just to say that I felt probably a little too self-conscious and I felt very wrapped up in feeling crap about myself and so out of nowhere I just started to really follow their advice and what really began to scare me was the cheat or be cheated on dynamic that Sophia and Alex had going on Now, if you don't listen to the podcast, basically the two hosts often discussed how men, if, okay, one of the, one of the lines on this show was, if you are not sucking your man's dick, someone else is. And I just, at first, like, I subconsciously thought to myself, that doesn't sound quite right. That doesn't sound not not as in oh that sounds so un pc but it just felt really reductive and let's be real men and women are not as two-dimensional as call her daddy tried to make out it's just so reductionist to think that men's only desire is to cheat and that you should be worried about being cheated on so that in order to avoid being hurt you should preemptively cheat on your partner I just I started to realize I was falling into really unhealthy patterns in my relationships and following their advice just didn't put me in a good mindset personally I just felt like I I just felt really shit I can't lie I I started to think about how I wasn't using the advice correctly and that you know, I could be doing so much better, but obviously it's not, well, not obviously, but it's not in my nature to cheat. I very much believe in monogamy. So for these girls to talk about having a roster and to have lots of men on the go at once was just kind of a very alien concept to me. And I started to detach and I just... I couldn't take it so seriously anymore 
I remember I, I like I said I was so excited for new episodes I put all my friends on and we all started listening to the podcast together because I thought that would make it more fun which by the way it totally did and we would talk about the new episodes and we would try out some of the moves the sex moves not the cheating moves but like I said I really started to dissociate from it because I became really sick and tired of the pathetic advice like I remember my kind of breaking point listening to this show was when they suggested that okay they suggested that if you cheat on your partner and you catch an std while doing it that the best way to solve this issue is to suggest to your partner that you have a threesome and then blame that third person for giving you guys the clap when i heard this i i I really i had to listen to this maybe a couple of times to really understand whether there was any subtext to it excuse me whether there was sarcasm involved any kind of behavior that could explain talking about stds and cheating in such a heinous way and this is i'm really not very conservative with a lot of things but i just found that really vulgar and i I just couldn't take it seriously i mean i know that they tried to pass off a lot of the kind of shady humor shady um advice as being humor but i don't think anyone bought that and i just felt like the good sex advice it kind of dried up and i got sick and tired of hearing about alex and sophia's love lives now don't get me wrong i've always appreciated a relevant anecdote i loved some of the stories that they used to tell uh, when it was relevant but call her daddy just to me at least became a weekly recap of the host's sex lives and incidentally this is part of why i try not to reveal reveal excuse me any personal details on the show um granted i know a lot of my listeners know me personally don't don't get me wrong i understand that but i want to reiterate that playtime radio is not about me and hopefully this platform is going to start growing a lot more super soon but even if i do attach this podcast to my name this is specifically dedicated to your guys's questions and experiences and not mine and I, the reason why i stopped listening to call her daddy and stopped taking the advice seriously is because it just felt so disconnected to my to my life personally it just it wasn't relatable anymore it was at one point funny and you know innovative <laughs> but i don't know what you guys think of it or if you guys have even listened but i just it's not for me anymore and i did start playtime radio because i got sick and tired of call her daddy and because i wanted to produce something slightly more uplifting and authentic i suppose and i wanted it to be about other people's questions and what they have to say rather than me talking into the microphone for an hour complaining about my sex life or my own personal life because I don't know anyone who wants to listen to that even my friends you don't want to listen to that for an hour so that's why I started Playtime Radio in essence to just have a more 
have more of a dialogue about sex rather than having it pushing a narrative of cheat or be cheated on but yeah thank you for that question and this is by like no means me trying to bash Alex and Sophia um whatever their creative differences are I'm sure that they are lovely girls but I just wanted to make something a little different from their podcast and I just hope that people don't go around thinking that relationships really do often work like that and that you have to cheat or be cheated on because I think it's completely reductive to think that all men are trash because they're not (laughs) anyway I could go into I could I could definitely go on a tangent about that for a very very long time But the next song I'm going to play is one of my favourites and it's called Are You Even Real by the legendary James Blake. I hope you guys like it as much as I do. There's no five years, there's no ten years, only this Queen of queen of queen of queens There's no knife, cause there's no tension, only this lucid dream, dream All I can do is trust in her, late nights I can see the lust in her it rains, the first brother Skies up and up, share a cup of love Cracking seals, guilty of you Trip down the hill, strawberry fields Are you even real? She said, tell me how you feel Are you even real? Are you even real? Maybe I should study my reflection Best to know How I seem, I seem, I seem I spend the day Dreaming of connection Just to feel How you feel, you feel Far is trusting her Late nights I can see the lust in her Acid rain is the first color Skies up and up, sure Cracking seals, guilty nothing Trip down the hill, strawberry fields Are you even real? She said, tell me how you feel Are you even real? Are you even real? Dream of connection Tell me how you feel Tell me how you feel Are you even real? Are you even real? She 
dream of connection Tell me how you feel Tell me how you feel Are you even real? Are You Even Real by James Blake. I hope you guys like that one. So this is my final question for this episode. I've been dating my boyfriend for a while now and I feel like it's the right time for us to start having sex. We're both virgins as we both coincidentally decided to wait for the right person despite being a bit older. I'm excited but was wondering if you had any tips and tricks to make the process a little more comfortable. I love the podcast by the way. Thank you so much for your question. And I must say, it's a question I do get a lot. I don't know what makes you guys think I'm qualified to answer this. Um, But I think I have answered a few variants of this question, but I'm really happy for you and your boyfriend that you guys are going to share such a special moment. And I hope that the following is somewhat helpful. Um, There are definitely a couple of things I would recommend that you guys can do to make yourselves feel more comfortable. The first of which is... And I I swear I don't stop talking about this, but you need to be more confident by getting to know yourself first. And I would definitely recommend, by that I mean, I would definitely recommend that you masturbate beforehand and that you feel comfortable showing your boyfriend what feels good. I don't mean that you need to have a vault of sex toys. I'm just suggesting that you ease some of the tension and the expectations of your first time by opening up to yourself. And trust me when I say that the relationship you have with your own body and your own relationship with sex is going to build the foundation for any sexual relationship you have. It's got to start from you and within rather than outwards to inwards, if that makes any sense. So... In my opinion, exploring yourself first makes exploring together so much more fun. And I mean, you really can't go wrong. What's the worst you can do by masturbating? Have an orgasm by accident. (laughs) So I definitely recommend that you try that if you haven't already. Um, And just the the point of that is to A, feel more comfortable, but B, also to know a bit better what you like when it comes to things like oral sex so that you can um, demonstrate if you need to (laughs) so my second point would be that you should absolutely have zero expectations and by that I mean do not think about whether it might hurt or whether you might feel uncomfortable whether it might be the best night of your life or the worst because frankly there's no way to really predict how it's gonna go And I think all expectations do is just set yourself up to be disappointed for no reason, most likely. But that's not to say that your first time won't be super memorable and very intimate. I just mean that you should be ready to change your image of the first time of having sex. It might feel way better than you imagined, for example. Um, That being said, I would have a towel on hand just in case you do bleed. But don't worry about that at all. It's just because your hymen might thin out a little. You might not even need the towel. Maybe just have it on hand if that makes you feel more comfortable. I also don't like this idea that it might, I know I just said it might hurt, but um, your first time shouldn't be painful. It might feel uncomfortable or a little unpleasant. 
just in terms of sensation wise it might not feel like the best thing ever but the way to get around the pain factor is obviously through lube um i think you should definitely just have some lube on hand as well as the towel like i said um because if you're not super wet just it just helps to add a little um it just eases the tension basically and stops have stops you from having so much friction with your boyfriend and another thing i would do if you don't have access to lube or if you'd rather not use lube is really to exaggerate your foreplay engage in a lot of it before you have sex so that you can build up to it which will should help you (laughs) in my experience um get more wet and feel more ready so that it won't be painful because it shouldn't feel painful if you're well lubricated enough um my fourth tip would be to not be in a rush to lose your virginity now i know you're obviously losing it with your boyfriend and you guys have probably talked about it and you know that you've both you're both virgins um but what i mean by that is not to rush the actual thing so if it's important to you and your boyfriend that the first time is special don't try to have sex for the first time when you have spent 10 minutes um the last thing you want is to be rushed and have the inevitable expectations to be disappointed um so there's no like it's hard it's fine balance between not rushing it but also not planning to have sex i think planning kind of takes away from the magic and the spontaneity um the moment should kind of come naturally whenever you're ready and seriously i know you guys are ready to have sex but there is no rush if during that moment you do not feel ready that goes for you and your boyfriend it's absolutely fine to not be ready and that's that's fine don't need to worry about it just mention it just bring it up that's the crucial point and then just wait a little longer if you aren't ready for whatever reason you don't even have to have a reason um and if you want in terms of mood i would um have some candles or some other kind of romantic lighting maybe some leds those can really add to the atmosphere and help you feel a little more comfortable um if you want you can always make a playtime playlist if that helps you to relax um i would also suggest that if you're going to be having sex for the first time maybe you want to do something intimate together beforehand like take a long bath together or just spend some quality time together that build the kind of sexual romantic tension i think that should help um also definitely discuss birth control before not during and not after sex this goes without saying and i'm sure you've already thought about it and planned but just make sure you're both on the same page about whether you're using condoms or the pill or an implant or whatever it is you're using so that you have nothing to worry about i know you said you're both older um but this is still something that some people just don't know about until they're having sex or after sex and just to lessen the complications and to make you feel more relaxed it's just good to know what you're getting yourself into and what kind of precautions you're both taking um during sex i would say definitely be vocal i don't mean you have to moan really loudly (laughs) what i mean is that don't be afraid to tell him what feels good and what doesn't and i suggest that you also be proactive take control if you want to or don't 
be submissive if you want to but don't just let your first time happen to you I think sex always feels best when there's some kind of intentionality behind it and I think just being honest and open about what feels good and what doesn't really goes a long way and with that being said you should also be open to feedback from your boyfriend too and that you shouldn't let that advice or feedback hurt your feelings because most likely if it's coming from a good place it's just feedback and it's not criticism in the same vein you shouldn't criticize your boyfriend but you should just guide him and tell him you know oh like <laughs> sorry, i'm trying to think of an example um slow down or um add a little more pressure it doesn't have to be in order but you can just tell them you know oh can you keep doing that <laughs> um whatever feels good in the moment just really listen to yourself and allow yourself to enjoy it that's the most important thing that will make you feel comfortable is to stop worrying about what you look like or whether you have enough candles but just to enjoy the moment and take in how special it is um it's so cool that you guys have been waiting to meet the right person and that that moment is here so that's definitely the most important thing is just to relax and enjoy yourself because like i said it's special i know some people think that losing your virginity isn't super special but if you want it to be special when there's a will there's a way essentially um and another thing is to not worry about your quote-unquote performance because it shouldn't have to be a performance you should just be focusing on your own and your boyfriend's pleasure there shouldn't be any kind of play acting around having sex don't worry about being able to do loads of porn star moves or having a super sexy moan because it should all just come very naturally to you and frankly if it doesn't come naturally you have so much time together to practice and experiment and improve you know you can take the first time you have sex together as a kind of benchmark and just just know that things always go up from that point especially when there's commitment and respect for each other within that relationship um also finally i know you said that you and your boyfriend are a little older but another thing i want to add is that there's absolutely no pressure to tell anyone that you've slept together or that you have just started sleeping together what you and your boyfriend get up to is absolutely nobody's business and you don't owe it to anyone to share anything you don't want to i know this isn't something that might make your first time feel more comfortable in the moment but you might just feel a little better to know that you're under no obligation to share anything with anyone about your sex life and that you are excuse me at liberty to keep everything between you two and that can make things more special i, I suppose um i hope you're not with someone who makes you have to worry about what they'll say to their guy friends but really um i hope you and your boyfriend have a very special first time together and i hope my voice helps a little bit and have fun enjoy it and relax remember to breathe that's really important to you you don't want to come up short <laughs> and yeah i hope it goes well and now i am gonna play in my room <laughs> Bye.
question for this week and my last song I really hope you guys enjoyed this episode I'm feeling a little mellow I don't know why champagne normally doesn't do that to me but I just want to thank you again for listening and encourage you that if you have any questions or songs you want to hear on the show that you can go to yourplaytimeradio.com to submit them and of course they're completely anonymous I'll never know who you are but I hope everyone Give advice to has come out of it alive and for the better. <laughs> um, as always, you can follow me on Instagram at Playtime Radio sixty nine. I'm also going to be posting more on Facebook, and I can't wait to make another episode super soon. And I love you all very much. As cheesy as that sounds, I hope you have a great night. Mm.